Welcome back to Practice Norwegian and Advanced Reading episodes. Uh, we're going to have a new book today. So we're going to read from Knut Hamsun and his book Sult, that means hunger. Uh, he's one of the greatest writers, authors uh, in the literary history of, of Norway. Uh, he wrote many books in the late 1800s and uh, he's one of the just most brilliant uh, and also kind of poetic writers we've had and he also had a, a Nobel Literature Prize for one of his books and um, we're going to read now from from the original it was, it was published in 1890 so at that time Norwegian was very close to Danish so for the pronunciation I'm going to kind of adjust it slightly when I'm reading it and then I'm going to translate like we did before sentence by sentence uh, but this is kind of an iconic book. It was his first book. He was in his early 30s writing this. It's about, it's very close to Dostoevsky, in some sense, a bit before him in the style. Uh, and it's about uh, a young man who try, he tries to be an artist and is walking around in Christiania, which was the name of Oslo at the time. And um, he's just struggling and, and starving, trying to get a foothold. And then it's about his life and how he's experiencing this. Så det titel er Sult, and then it begins. Første stykke. Det var i den tid jeg gikk omkring og sultet i Kristiania, denne forundelige by som ingen forlater før han har fått merker av den. Jeg ligger våken på min kvist og hører en klokke nedenunder mig slå seks slag. Det var allerede ganske lyst, og folk begynte å ferdes opp og ned i trappene. Nede ved døren, hvor mitt rum var tapetsert med gamle numre av morgenbladet, kunne jeg så tydelig se en bekjentgjørelse fra fyrdirektøren, og litt til venstre derfra et fett bognende avertissement fra baker Fabian Olsen om nybakt brød. Straks jeg slo øynene opp, begynte jeg av gammel vane å tenke etter om jeg hadde noe å glede meg til i dag. Det hadde vært litt knapt for mig i det siste tid. Den ene efter den annen av mine eiendeler var brakt til onkel. Jeg var blitt nervøs og utholdsom. Et par ganger hadde jeg også ligget til sengs en dags tid av svimmelhet. Nå og da, når lykken var god, kunne jeg drive det til å få fem kroner av et eller annet blad for en følgetong. Det lysnet mer og mer, og jeg ga mig til å lese på avertissementene nede ved døren. Jeg kunne en dag skjelne de magre, grinende bokstaver om liksvøp hos Jomfru Andersen til høyre i porten. Det sysselsatte mig en lang stund. Jeg hørte klokken slå åtte nedenunder, innen jeg stod opp og kledde mig på. Jeg åpnet vinduet og så ut. Der, hvor jeg stod, hade jeg utsikt til en klesnor og en åpen mark. Langt ute lå gruen tillbaka av en nedbrent smedje hvor noen arbeidere var i ferd med å rydde opp. Jeg laget mig med albuene ned i vinduet og stirret ut i luften. Det blev ganske vist en lys dag. Høsten var kommet, den fine svale årstid, hvor i allting skifter farge og forgår. Støyen var allerede begynt å lyde i gatene og lokket mig ut. Dette tomme værelse, hvis gulv gynget opp og ned for hvert skritt jeg tog hen over det, var som en gisten uhyggelig likkiste. 
Det var ingen ordentlig lås for døren og ingen ovn i rummet. Jeg plejede å ligge på mine strømper om natten for att få dem lite tørre til om morgenen. Det eneste jeg hade å fornøye mig med var en liten rød gyngestol som jeg satt i om aftenene og døste og tänkte på mange, mange forskjellige ting. Når det blåste hardt og dørene nedenunder stod åpne, lød det alle slags underlige vin opp gjennom gulvet og inn fra veggene, og morgenbladet nede ved døren fick revner så lange som en hånd. Jeg reiste mig og undersökte en bylt nede i kroken ved sengen efter litt frokost, men fant intet og vente tillbaka til vinduet igen. Ok, so we're going to stop there and then translate. So this is a, a scene when a person is waking up. He is uh, he's not doing <laughs> so well. <laughs> he's, uh, he's struggling. Uh, he's been feeling not so good lately and uh, he's just describing the environment of the room and, and kind of things and see from from the outside and from the building and from the streets uh, and just not the first sentence is one of those uh, defining big iconic sentences in in the norwegian culture which is also then describing some of the characteristics of the capital of oslo so when he says det var i den tid jag gick omkring och sultet i kristiania so he's saying it was in those days in that time I was walking around and starved in Christiania in Oslo. Denne forundelige by som ingen forlater før han har fått merkeraden. This wondrous town, or this, this peculiar, this, this kind of an enigmatic town, which no one is leaving before he has gotten marks from it. So this is partly Knut Hamsun himself, like his, he came from the north of Norway from a very small place, super beautiful up in <laughs> far up North Norway. Then he comes to, to Oslo and then he's uh, himself also struggling and then he leaves eventually. Also, he goes to the to America in the late 1800s. So this is kind of, it's uh, lots of autobiography here and also about like real history of how the capital was over 100 years ago. So he says, Jeg ligger våken på min kvist og hører en klokke neden under meg. So, I am lying away in my room and I hear a clock underneath me slå sex slag uh, strike six strokes. Det var allerede ganske lyst og folk begynte å ferdes opp og ned i trappene. It was already quite bright and people started to, to move up and down in the stairs. Nede ved døren hvor mitt rom var tapetsert so down by the door where my room was um, the walls was, had the tapestry med gamle numre av Morgenbladet with old editions of Morgenbladet, which is a magazine newspaper. Kunne jeg så tydelig se en bekjentgjørelse fra fyrdirektøren? Could I so clearly see an announcement from the director uh, of the factory? Og litt til venstre derfra, and a bit at the left from there, et fett bungnende avvittesement uh, like a, a fat bulging advertisement fra baker Fabian Olsen om nybakt brød from the baker Fabian Olsen about newly baked bread strax jeg slo øynene opp uh, like as soon as I opened my eyes begynte jeg av gammel vane å tenke etter I started by old habit to think after or to, to try to remember om jeg hadde noe å glede meg til i dag. 
if I had something to look forward to today. Det hade varit lite knappt för mig i det sista tid. It had been a little bit tight for me lately. In, in the latest time just lately. Den ene efter den andra mina egendelar var brakt till onkel så. And here comes a bit of his, his humor in, in the way he's writing. So one after the other of my possessions was brought to uncle in quotation marks. So uncle is the is this place when you take a pantelåner in Norwegian. So you, you, you give your uh, some of your possessions and you get a bit of money for it. And then you can buy them back or get them back. But if you don't have the money, you will lose them. Jag var blivit nervös och uthållsam. I had become nervous and intolerable. Ett par gånger hade jag också ligget i sängs en dags tid av svimmelhet. So a couple of times I had also been lying in bed for about a day, like a full day of uh, dizziness. No, meaning here he's implying that he's, he's, he's starving and his, uh, like his, his brain is also not doing well. Nå och då när lyckan var god, så now and then, meaning sometimes, when, when fortune was good, kunde jag driva det till och få fem kronor. I could, um, I could accomplish to get five kroners av ett eller annat blad för en följetong. For one or another, like just some magazine, for a följetong is this series of, of little um, parts of a story that is submitted to a magazine and then it kept like a series of a little sequence of small parts of a story. Det lyssnet mer och mer. It was brightening more and more. Och jag gav mig till att läsa på avertissementerna nere vid dörren. And I uh, gave myself to reading. Just I started reading on the uh, advertisements down at the door. Jag kunde ändå skälla de magre grinande bokstaver. I could even distinguish the the meager or kind of the thin uh, uh, the thin gritty letters about leaksvöp hos Jomfru Andersen meaning um, uh, taking <laughs> it's a bit bizarre taking care of, of the deceased people at Miss um, Andersen till höjre i porten on the right side of the gate the sister sat to me en lang stund it occupied me for a long while Jag hörte klockan slå åtta nedenunder. I heard the clock hit eight, or strike eight down under, innan jag stod upp och klädde mig på. Before I stood up, meaning before I got out of bed, and got dressed, clothed on myself. This is how you say it in Norwegian. Klädde mig på. Jag öppnade vinduet och så ut. I opened the window and looked out. Där var jag stod, there where I stood, hade jag utsikt till en klädsnor. I had the view to um, uh, this thread that you put your laundry on for, for drying. Och en open mark and an open field. Långt ute låg gruen tillbaka av en nedbränt smedje. So far out there was the, um, this place where you are, uh, I'm not sure the English word, um, like a smie, like where you where you have this uh, burning liquid that you and you forge metals in it, so it's a kind of an abandoned, uh, old, burnt down facility for that. Where some workers were 
in the process of cleaning it up. Jag lagde, jag lagde mig. That means I laid myself. Jag, jag la mig in, uh, in contemporary Norwegian med albunen ned i vinduet och stirrat ut i luften. Så so kind of, he, he leans himself with the, with the el- elbows, elbows down into the window and stares out into the air. Det blev ganska visst en lys dag. It seemed to be a bright day. Hösten var kommet, den fine svala årstid. Autumn had come. The fine soothing season. You say year, time årstid is time of the year, like season. Where all things shift the of forgår. Where everything changes colors and um and is uh, just fragmented and disseminated like into nothing. Støyen var allerede begynt å lyde i gatene, så so the noise was already began to, to sound in the street, og lokket mig ut, and, and it was um, pulling me outside. Dette tomme værelse, hvis gulv gynget op og ned, så so this empty room, uh, whose floor was going up and down, for hvert skritt jeg tog hen over det. For every every step I was taking over it. Det var som en gisten hyggelig likkiste. So it was like a, a kind of a barren, uncomfortable uh, coffin. Det var ingen ordentlig lås for døren. There was no proper lock at the door. Og ingen oven i rummet. And no stove in the room. Jeg pleide, pleide å ligge på mine strømper om natten. So I used usually or like used to lie on my socks during the night for att få dem lite torre till morgon to get them a bit dry before the morning. Det eneste jag hade att förnöja mig med var en liten röd gyngestol. So the only thing I had to for my own pleasure or my enjoyment var en liten röd gyngestol. It was a small red uh, rocking chair som jag satt i om aftonen och döste which I was sitting in during the afternoons and had some naps och tänkte på många hundra ting and was thinking about all sorts of things. När det blåste hårt when it blew with like hard winds och dörren nedanunder stod öppna and the doors down under was open löde alla slags underliga vin upp genom golvet. It sounded all sorts of of uh, strange um, kind of whirling, whirling sounds up through the floor or in fra veggene and in through the walls. Or Morgenblade nede ved døren and this magazine called Morgenblade, the, the morning paper, the morning magazine, uh, down by the door, fick revner så lange som en hånd. Was ripped up as, as far as a hand. It's like this, <laughs> this uh, old newspapers next to the door is just kind of uh, being ripped into little shreds. Jeg reiste mig og undersøkte en bylt uh, borte i kroken, så so I got up and examined or looked at a kind of a little ball of something uh, over in the corner ved sengen etter litt frokost. Så so, so he had like a, a clump of stuff at the corner of his bed, so he's looking for that after a bit of breakfast, a bit of food. 
Hun fant intet og ventet tilbake til vinduet igjen, but found nothing and returned back to the window again. Okay, so those are the first uh, couple of pages. This sets the scene of the person, like his his environment and, and his condition, and also like the hints that he's a writer or he tries to be a writer, and he is uh, losing more and more of his things, and then he's, uh, he's also a bit of a kind of lost inside of his mind and it's, it's a very deep psychological novel more and more which was also in in the time for the like 1880s 1890s like an an emerging and developing type of novels where you were describing more your inner thoughts and your inner psychology just as much as kind of the outer proceedings and kind of the plot around you so you're going to see it more and more in the book when he gets <laughs> more and more starved and uh, and confused about things. But it's it's very it's both beautiful and poetic and also uh, lots of humor in it. So uh, we're going to stop this one here. And um, yeah, as always, väldigt bra. Hvis du har förstått mye eller allt så långt, det är jättebra. Och tusen tack för att du hörde på. Thanks so much for listening and see you again soon.